All right, uh, this week we are diving into a brand new film, uh, the fifth and final film of Daniel Craig's tenure as uh, James Bond 007, uh, and it is No Time to Die. He just doesn't have the time to die. A film that... Gotta happen next week. <laughs> a film that uh, explores, uh, in my opinion, family and relationships, and um, in some ways, regret. Mm. Um kind of coming to terms with who you are and your choices and also accepting your fate mm-hmm. uh, but we have a whole cast of uh, fan favorites from classic films uh, Daniel Craig of, of course we have um, Madeline Swan from Spectre mm-hmm. Christoph Waltz as Blofeld makes an appearance um, Jeffrey Wright as Felix Leiter mm-hmm. um, M all the favorites plus a new villain in Rami Malek um, a lot could be said about this film, and a lot will be said about this film. But is it good? Let's discuss. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello. Hello, Hi. Zach. Welcome to episode 43. That's crazy. 43? Actually, that's crazy. We're balding. I know. This, this <laughs> podcast is... No. No, not you. Oh, I want to keep the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I want to keep uh, a, a youthful head of hair. Anyway. Um, L- listen. I, 10 years, less than that. Year and a half, when we are like the biggest podcast in the world. Yes. We'll just buy implants for hair, your hair. <laughs> hair transplant? Hair transplant. There you go. Transplant um, it from your butt. Yep, exactly. Um, I am your host, Hunter Callahan. And I'm your host, Zach Olson. And with us, as always, is uh, the founder, CEO, and uh, uh, actual host of But Is a Good Podcast, Whiskey. She is. She's she's docked. <laughs> she's in, she's in dock position. She's idle. She's got feet tucked under, head not moving. Uh, okay. Which is funny because two seconds ago she was <laughs> attacking me. Literally, we we walked in and she was over by Zach's bag, and Zach said, "That's fine, stay over there." And as soon as you sat down, she came <laughs> walking right over to you. Uh, cool. We got a lot to get through. Mm-hmm. So let's dive in. We are doing uh, the brand new came out what this past Thursday. I think? Thursday, uh, no even though to, well, <laughs> I think they say like it comes out on Friday, but there were show times on Wednesday. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Came out this weekend. Uh, the long awaited. It literally took two years to get this film out. Long is a nice word to describe it. it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is a long movie. Um, no time to die. Mm. Uh, Daniel Craig's last um, outing as. Ian Fleming's 007, James Bond. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Well, let's uh, dive right in. Um, we'll kind of go through a breakdown of uh, who was behind this film because, you know, Zach, they don't get enough credit. They don't get they enough credit. No they one watches the credits unless it's no. a Marvel movie, and they do that That's to see the, the middle credit That's scene true. and the end credit scene. And during the actual credits part, they're just talking. They're on their phones or yeah. talking, you know, checking so Insta. We, we want to give them some love. So this was directed by... Trying I, to see if they've my, stopped Finsta. My Sorry, screen. that's a... <laughs> my screen is too small, I can't read. Uh Carrie jo- jo- Joji Fukunaga. Yeah. Carrie Carrie Joji Fukunaga uh, directed, directed this, film. this film. Screenplay by whom, Zach? Neil Purvis, Robert Wade, Carrie Joji Fukunaga, and Phoebe Waller Bridge. Hold on a second. Is that She's from um what's that? Fleabag. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's awesome. She's, um, a, she's executive producer of uh, Killing Eve. She's, she's done all kinds of wow. stuff. Wow. 
Um, story by Neil she Purvis. Solo, uh, Star Wars story. Sorry, sorry. Did she really? Yeah, Wait, like like yeah, like, yeah. like screenwriting or, or or production. Um, she appeared in it actually. Oh, I didn't think I knew that. She was L three thirty seven. So she. Was oh, on. that's cool. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, based on James Bond by Ian Fleming, mm-hmm. produced by Michael G. Wilson and Barbara Broccoli. And l- read this. Read this cast. This is an impeccable cast. This. Movie stars Daniel Craig, yes. Rami Malek, yes. Leah Seydoux, mm-hmm. Lashana Lynch, Ben Winch- Wishaw. Yes. Sorry, I was about to say Winshaw, but it's Wishaw. Naomi Harris, Jeffrey Wright, Christoph Waltz, and Ray Fiennes. Did you know that it is pronounced Rafe? Rafe. It's spelled like Ralph. Well, it is spelled like Ralph, but he. it's an old, like I think it's Irish pronunciation. And Rafe it's Rafe. Fiennes? But since it's that Ray sounds F- cooler. Fines, it's Ray Fines. Everyone just calls him Ray. Ray Fines? Know? Yeah, Ray Fines. Uh, the DP was Linus Sandgren? I think it's Linus. Linus Sandgren? But I, I like the effort. I tried. Uh, edited by Elliot Graham and Tom Cross. Music by Hans Zimmer. And he always does a great I job. I saw that in the opening credits and I got so excited. Yeah. Um, How do we not know this stuff before? We I don't know. <laughs> I was like, what? We also, uh, hey, can't forget, we have to rank uh, the songs. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, uh, was it was re- okay. The release dates are interesting. It was released uh, 28 September 2021 mm-hmm. in Royal Albert, Ho- Albert Hall. So it was like the premiere. Like yeah, the uh, released in the UK on 30th of, sep- of September and then mm-hmm. released in the US on the 8th of October, uh, which is two years after it was supposed to be released thanks right. to COVID. You know what I, I learned? Re- I think what we talked you, about this what did you learn? the night that we saw the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, do you know why... Um, what is her name? <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> Ana de Armas. Sorry, I couldn't think of her name. I'm. S- I don't. I don't know she's why. She's not even listed in the cast. She, well, she's she's not listed on the on the top part, but she's in this movie. She's excellent. So yeah. the reason that she was in this movie was because she was working on Knives Out with Daniel Craig, and a month after Knives Out stopped filming, they were filming No Time to Die. That's crazy. Think about that. And think about and that how, movie came out like two years how ago. How long ago that was? Yeah, that's wild. And so she she was she, she Daniel Craig and and Anna like liked working together. And so you know what's funny? Films are interesting because you don't realize that you know we're seeing them two years ago. Isn't mm-hmm. that weird? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like Daniel I've, Craig's fifty two now, I think. But in this film, he was fifty. Right. But it just came out. It's like uh, when you're looking at stars. It's the same thing. Because they are stars. A lot of them are dead. Wow. 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 Okay. We can just end it now. That gets a standing ovation. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, I've been, uh, I've done extras work and yeah. I'll work on the movie and I have to wait like a year and a half for that yeah. movie to come out. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's weird. And, the, and this is what's. Of course, I don't watch my own work because it's more about the performance than it is about, <laughs> you know. Shut up. This is one of, <laughs> this is one of the first big films that got, um, that got uh, delayed too. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, the budget was two fifty to three hundred one million dollars, and it's already made three hundred thirteen million. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. And the weekend hasn't concluded yet. It's, it's, yep. it's Sunday it's right now. Sunday. So it looks like the the, the box office is uh, coming back. I mean, it's a big deal. A lot of people went to see this. Yes. You know. Yeah. Um, this is the what's it's his fifth. It's his fifth film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let him out. Uh, and it's the twenty sixth. So I've. I've done a little digging. That was the twenty fifth. Hold on a second. That was 
Spectre. I think. I oh, thought God, I because I've I've read a couple articles just to see what you know. I think you're right. What critics have been saying, and I they said that right. this is the 25th. I think you're right. Bond film overall. So it's not. <laughs> I actually have done a little digging because I've this is fascinating. There was this. There's been this whole dispute between like for the longest time as far as like the rights of James Bond. Okay. And right now the Broccoli family has had the rights, which is why Barbara Barbara, Barbara Broccoli is a producer, producer on right. all the Bond stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's a production company, Eon Productions, and it's listed under this, right? It's Metro okay. Goldwyn Mayer, uh, Mayer, and then Eon Productions. Okay. There's 25 Eon Production James Bond films. Those are the only officially licensed Canon. and officially recognized okay. Bond films. There's been two other ones that were non-Eon Productions back in, I think, the 70s. So are we counting those? No. That's why this is the 25th. Okay. Like those are for, for whatever reason they're not counted. Okay, interesting. It's fascinating. I wonder if they were good. Like fascinating. I don't know. But don't are know. they good? I've, I've like <laughs> now. Well done. I've actually kind of this has got me in the mood where I kind of want to go back and watch all the old ones because I haven't seen hardly any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that's not what we're talking about. All right, let's move on to first impressions for yes. the film. We're gonna give yes. spoiler-free impressions yep. of of you know just a few thoughts. Yeah. Each. Um, you go. This I'm excited. <laughs> I'm going to tell a quick story. This is really fast. So we went and saw this. It was me, my wife, and uh, sorry, this, is, this is our first, our first outing uh-huh. without our son. Yeah. It took a lot In of trust for you to- four months. For you to trust uh, Hannah's parents. Yes. Um, but it went uh, great. Um, but it was me, my wife, and then your friend, Alec, and then you. Mm-hmm. And it was really funny because- Friend after, of the podcast, yes, Alec. he's a friend of the podcast, Alec. Um he, we the film ended, and like you said earlier, this film is three hours. It's five minutes short of three hours. It's 175 minutes. It's 163 minutes. Okay, well then Google lied to me. <laughs> it's almost three hours. Okay, yeah. Google, that's not very nice. <laughs> it's two hours and 43 minutes. Still, whatever. Yeah. Very long. Um, if you count the actually, it wasn't Google. It was uh, Let's the. See, you know it, what? Well, no, it was the cinema uh, website. So they must have accounted oh. for. Maybe pre- they did credits and previous, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Previews. doesn't matter. Um, we all kind of looked at each other and was like, "Okay, what do you think?" And all four of us had different had different reactions. Yeah. yeah all yeah. four of us had different reactions. Yeah, I yeah. think I'll I'll give it away, but you go first. I give strong reactions. Yes. At the so like when we saw. Because uh, we saw Black Widow together as well, yeah, yeah. and I gave the same impression or th- the same reaction that I gave for Black Widow for this film, and that film grew on me as I thought about it. You know, when I saw that film, I was like, "Man, that was messy. I did not like the third yeah. act." Literally, by the time I got back to my house, I had uh, a <laughs> s- like seven paragraph text from Zach with all these questions about what are all these things. Okay, I'm so let's up. let's yeah. let's jump in. Your I, first thoughts. I my first thoughts about this film. Uh, this is the 25th film. We already talked about that. There are a lot of nods to the past 25 films. They're yeah. bringing back a lot of gadgets, a lot of like really weird villain things going on, mm-hmm. um, and just a lot like a lot of little quirky quotes, you know, like quips and things little, like, like that. One-off right, lines that that really bring me back to the old James Bond films. Um, a lot going on. They're trying to tie up a lot of loose ends from the first four movies. Like there's stuff yeah. from all the movies. Yeah going on in this film. I feel as if the main plot of this film is uh, rough around the edges and doesn't, it, it's just not polished yeah. and it's complicated and not in like the 
the the Christopher Nolan way where yeah. it's like, ooh, when I figure this out, oh, I feel really cool yeah. that I figured this out. No, it's just complicated and it kind of takes away from the story for me personally. Okay. Yep. Um, I think it does a disservice to the film and I wonder if they added all that stuff because they didn't have that polished or I wonder if they were so focused on that stuff that they didn't think to I was gonna say, fix that up. Do you think you it's know? a Rise of Skywalker situation where Gosh. it's like... Fan service. Fan service, yeah. fan service, fan service, fan service. Let's I'm not, find a story in there. I'm not sure because yeah. I, I will say that everything that they did that was fan servicey, when I saw Rise of Skywalker, I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Are yeah. you kidding me? <laughs> we'll but talk about this, those another day. In, <laughs> those would be, whew, those are long In the theater for this film, I liked all that stuff. I thought yeah. it was cool. Like yeah. It was fine. But the main plot is wh- what we go to see the movie for, right? Yeah. And so if that's not there... I don't know. Yeah, no, I get that. I said. So I was frustrated with this film. Yeah, I, I said to Zach, I said, movie a minute is going to be very interesting because <laughs> because it does take a lot of turns. And it's, I think to me, this film. Yeah, your turn. I I really actually, I personally really enjoyed it. I did. I, right? I yeah. don't, but that's not without its flaws. Sure. It's not, it's not Daniel Craig's best Bond film. Right. By any means. Um, but I had a good time, and I think it's because I realized pretty early on, which we'll get to, I'm going to give, this is, just, well, no, I, I won't even say it. There's one point in the film with, like, their gadgets and stuff, not just Bonds, but just everyone's gadgets, mm-hmm. where I was like, okay, all right, we're 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 going, like, full yeah. retro Bond, right. like, right. which when I realized, I was, like, some oh, of those, I was like, cool. Let's. Most of those hit, and yeah. a couple of them missed, I'm thinking I think. of one where I was like, that's yeah, outrageous. <laughs> But, I know exactly what yes, you're talking yeah. about. But but like I was like, all right, cool. Like let's lean in. It's mm-hmm. definitely to me the most Bond, Daniel Craig, James Bond. Yeah. Whereas the previous ones like Skyfall and Casino Royale, which are my two favorites, mm-hmm. really deconstruct his character and like the the myth that is James Bond. Right. And in this one, he is that myth. Like he's this impossible spy, you know. Yeah. If you haven't seen the film yet, his acting in this film oh, is, is drastically different. Yes, but it's me. still great. But his it's, char- oh, it's great. His yeah, characterization yeah, yeah. is very. It's a it's, bit. Yeah, right. It's from the more, from the past four Bond yeah. films, which I don't know if like we'll, we'll talk about this. Yeah. that's a neutral aspect. There are some things that are different from yeah. from the past films that mm-hmm. aren't necessarily a bad thing or yeah. a good thing for me. It's just neutral, you know. Yeah. Um, but I get what you're saying. The plot is it. It does. It is pretty outlandish. Um, it's just not polished, man. But I I'm think fine it, with outlandish. Yeah, yeah. Think about. Uh, uh, sorry, I keep interrupting no, you. That's fine. It's But Shang Chi was the most like fantastical yeah. plot ever and I love it. Well, it's it. funny because at the end of that one, I was like, that got a little much and you were like, and I, nah, it was great. Yeah, this so one, I'm like, people okay. have opinions, yeah. right? You know? Um, but cool, yeah, I mean, I I personally, I had a good time. I enjoyed it. I think it's a fitting. I'll say this and then we'll get into the nitpicky stuff. Mm-hmm. This film to me gives Bond more heart and more emotion than I've seen previously. In any Bond film? Yes. Was well, definitely a... Uh, Skyfall maybe notwithstanding but um i maybe it's because i, I mean i can't say that because i'll spoil something but at, at the <laughs> end i was like i was a little emotional i was like this is re- like yeah i really liked it yeah I liked it. well i think i think that uh filmmakers can have that emotional effect without like the substance of the film giving you that we'll talk about it yeah i mean we'll that, talk that could have been just a moment i think it was hans zimmer um, I, I, it was everything i think it was, it was hans everything, everything. <clears throat> all right cool um <laughs> uh dive right in um we, we are going to do movie, movie in a minute. minute. It is time for one, two, three. It's time for movie 
In a minute. 60 seconds. Yeah, movie. In a minute. Movie in a minute. 160th of an hour. (laughs) Threw me off. All right, cool. This is my turn, right? Yes. Uh, World famous patent pending, uh, copyright pending. (laughs) We patented it. (laughs) We patented. Uh, This is a movie in a minute where we uh, describe the entire film, every scene Mm -hmm. in the entire film in uh, one minute. Mm -hmm. Exactly, no more, no less. Um, Are you ready? No. (laughs) In three. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. Let me actually think about this for a second. All right. Oh, God. This is going to be bad. Movie in a minute. In three, two, one, go. Okay. So we see a young Madeline Swan. She's at her her house growing up. And then this crazy man in a mask comes and tries to kill her father, who's Mr. White. And he's not there. So she kills her. He kills her her mom and then tries to kill her. And he's like, no, boom, boom. But she see, then she's drowning and he saves her. So fast forward. He's with, she's a bond. They're in some beautiful place. I think Italy or whatever. Uh, he goes to Vesper's grave, blows up. He thinks it's her. She's betrayed him. There's this crazy fight. Um, and then five years pass of all thing. And then he's retired in Jamaica and Felix Leiter's like, Hey, we're looking for this guy or something, something, something. I don't really know what's happening. Um, but then he gets brought back in to find this guy in Cuba. Um, this crazy, he goes to this crazy party with Anna, what's her face? And this crazy mist happens, but it kills all the Spectre guys. Turns out Blofeld's in prison, but tries to kill him with these nanobots, uh, that are programmed to just summon's DNA. But it's this guy named Safin, I think. And it's the guy who tried to kill Swan earlier. And so he tracks him down to this island and this big old base. And he's like, no, i got to save you. So he destroys the whole island and he kills himself. And also he has a daughter. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was tough, man. Does he kill himself? He dies with the missiles. He sacrifices okay. himself. He doesn't okay. kill himself. Woo! I forgot a lot of this movie. <laughs> but also, that's also... There's a lot going on. Think about it. It's almost three hours. A lot happens, but also... Does a lot happen? <laughs> okay, this you're helping me with yeah, my argument. No, no, here. yeah, I think I'm trying to think of like <laughs> what actually, what actually happens. All right. Um, anyway, so we'll we just did a movie in a minute, but real quick, we're yeah. going to because we didn't do Spectre. Yes, we're going to talk about Spectre very briefly. Briefly, because we both just watched it again. We rewatched it. Yeah, I watched it after seeing the time to die. What do you think? I think. <laughs> what do you think about that f- quote foreshadowing? Bro, you know what I meant. I think uh, it actually made Spectre better to me. I think it really did. The No Time to Die makes yeah, Spectre a better I think movie. Spectre, when I watched it, I was like, yeah, this is cool. They got Blofeld and Love. So mm-hmm. I think the, my problem with Spectre is that the... I agree uh, with that. I think, yeah. The um, Franz Obenhauser or whatever mm. is actually Ernst Stavro Blofeld twist. Was right. Does it even have can, any you impact? You can see that coming a mile away. Do, but yeah. I also don't need... Yeah. I, I don't need Blofeld to be... Bond's like half brother, like that. I don't right. really love his motivation, right? Um, but for whatever reason, yeah, No Time to Die made Spectre better to me. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. So I, I did. I I texted Zach. I lost my shit. I lost my <laughs> mind because there's a line that Madeline says on the train, which is a great scene. That great fight yeah. scene with uh, um, perfect dialogue <laughs> with Dave, Dave Bautista. It yeah. didn't. It didn't. Yeah. So do you know what happened with that? No. Um, he had no lines, and it was like a joke on set that he had no lines in the entire movie. Do you know his name? His name is Mr. Hinks. Yeah, Mr. Hinks yeah. had no lines in the entire movie. Even like when he's like, uh, uh, Christoph Waltz's character is like, why are you qualified to take his place? And he just, place? And he just like puts his like metal, coin, metal coin fingers, yeah. whatever <laughs> those were, uh, in, in the dude's eyes. Um, so it was a running joke on set that he had no yeah. lines, and they thought, what if he says like something super profound 
right before he dies. So they tried it, and he's like had this whole monologue apparently, and then he gets pulled off the train. But that makes no sense because he kicked the barrels, and they would have just like pulled him off like pretty quickly, yeah. right? So they changed it, and he was like, "Why don't we just do a take where you say shit?" And so he did, but he just said it in his normal accent. Yeah. And then they had to call him because they were like, "This doesn't really fit your character. You're supposed to be like Eastern European." <laughs> so he had to like dub it over, and it's like, I don't this think is, it's that great. This is obvious. I don't think it's that great. Anyway, yeah. So Madeline Swan says a line. Yeah. Where she's like, "Well, he's trying to teach her how to use a gun, and she's like, actually, she you know shows that she knows everything about it. She knows mm-hmm. how to use it." And she's like, a man came to my house when I was a little girl to try and kill my father. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't realize I was hiding in my bedroom, and my dad kept a pistol underneath the, the kitchen sink. And I was like, yeah. whoa! Yeah, and Hunter's like, dude, did you see that foreshadowing? And I'm like, well, it's not you, foreshadowing you if it's ra- something that happened in the past. For the viewer, it's foreshadowing. Okay, but I, that's fair. literally the op- that's, that's the opening of... Yeah, it's the cold open. And I was open. like, that's tight. But anyway, I... In fact, because I saw Spectre before this... When the cold open when the cold open started and I saw a little girl and her mom, yeah, I knew what was going to happen. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I, so it was I, cool. I enjoyed Spectre. I think I still think that Blofeld was underutilized. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think that. But I still think he was great. Like I think Christoph Waltz was great as right. Blofeld. Yeah, he he was great as Blofeld. He was. Uh, Alec and I were talking about this at dinner before we went and saw No Time to Die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The whole when they go to the base, like the satellite base, whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. How do they get out? <laughs> Helicopter. But like, it just makes no sense. It feels like that should have been the end of the movie, and like, That's, there's some pacing stuff. I yeah. feel like the yeah, whole, yeah. like, I get with Spectre the whole like see the whole um, mm-hmm. world side like world surveillance whatever they they call it thing. I hated C. I I he's the worst. And I get that that is something that's like on Spectre's payroll, essentially. So it's, it right. is part of the plot. I didn't need it. I thought it was kind of predictable when, like, one, this guy's got an attitude and he's kind of like arrogant and stuff. Yeah. But then they're like, how did the government pay for this? And he's like, oh, it's private benefactors. I'm like, you know who has all the money in Spectre. this universe? Spectre. All the bad guys. Yeah. I didn't, no one has money unless they're bad. Like, I this. didn't need, like, I, I would have rather had Spectre. Blofeld just be the ominous, mm-hmm. all-powerful villain, right? Which he was. For you the didn't f- need the whole like yeah, intelligence. Which side he plot. was for the first half, and right. I would have rather if him just had all that surveillance anyway, because yeah. he's Spectre. Like I think the table scene. Yeah. This is gonna sound kind of messed up because I think he he's great when he's revealed as Blofeld. I think he's great and he gets the scar, you know. But I think Blofeld has such a bigger impact before you even see his face. Okay, I completely agree. The yeah. scene where they're at the giant table in that church or whatever. Yes, but... I love that before scene. Before that, which I want to talk about that scene, and then we'll actually talk about the movie that we saw. Uh, mm-hmm. When he goes to, to the funeral... Yeah, and you just see and, like... The, and he just like... He kind of turns, he but like you can't... He like looks back, and, yeah. that's, and like Bond gives this subtle expression of like, the hell? Yeah. Because it's like... Like he he's like he he just knows he's there right. all the time, and that happens again in No Time to Die, actually. Right. Um, but that scene maybe there was a disembodied eye, you know. <laughs> but that scene, um, with the table at the table, my God, man, the lighting and it, it, it's he's just like in the shot. shadow, and yeah. It, and all these important people yeah. are talking. Which and, that and there's he, a dude from I think he's from Casino Royale. He was in the poker match. Yeah, he's sitting there. The right. the Asian guy. That's what I'm saying. Everyone who has money or is important is a bad guy in this yeah. universe. I'm telling you. But he's just talking, and he just like quietly, and he's so he's so he's so even keel. Like mm-hmm. he just turns to, to don't to let Bob. me interrupt you. And I was like, 
bro. This guy. Yeah. This guy is dope. Um, the first half of this movie was dope. Yeah. I just and didn't, then, I didn't love the, you, my dad liked you more than me, so I'm going to murder him and make your life a living hell. Right. That was like a little much. But yeah. anyway. Uh, the second half of the movie, it starts to go downhill with pacing issues or like the motivation of Blofeld, underutilized villain. But also, like, in my opinion, there's like a whole like fourth act of the film that I'm like, what? yeah. I thought the movie see, was gonna be over. What's funny is like, <laughs> you know, when, when they go to like MI6 gets blown up or gets uh, mm-hmm. stuff and he has to run through it. Like that's yeah, it's about I'm to fine, be demolished or whatever. I'm fine with that if that's more just like if they get to, if they get to it a different way. If that's just Blofeld being Blofeld instead yeah. of it being like because think about it, he was supposed to win quote unquote. Mm at the base when he's like drilling into his skull. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how does he, he just randomly has his, uh, this other plan? You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Yeah. yeah that's like exactly how did what I'm that saying. get rigged up? It should be one or the other, right? And it's not like, like there was some time in that. Like he painted mm-hmm. arrows on the wall and mm-hmm. like put all the, the targets up with like Lashif and Silva mm-hmm. and Mr. White. I, I was know, like, how's he doing that? Like, yeah. And like rigged it. Um, also, <laughs> I, I do love these films. Yeah. And I think Bond is great. There's no way he finds her in three minutes. Yeah, no, hundred percent. No way, hundred percent. But anyway, and because of that, I timed some things in No Time to Die. Yeah, really. I don't know if you saw me looking at my watch. While really? We were, <laughs> yeah, that's no, funny. But anyway, just to wrap up. So at the end of Spectre, um, he spares Blofeld's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's taken in, into custody, which we see again. Him and, and he, Madeline are in love, and, he, and like, they haven't even been together that long. That's true. And he like, he essentially retires. He's done. Yeah. And he goes off with Madeline. Madeline Swan, um, and we pick up free. It's like Spectre ends where um, Casino Royale. You thought it was going to end there, and then there was yeah. there was more stuff that happened at the end of Casino Royale. That's yeah. like where Spectre ends is like happily ever after kind of thing, yeah. right? Yeah, retires yeah. and yeah. And I think this one picks up pretty quickly. Maybe like maybe a few days after Spectre, it mm-hmm. seems like. Because they, they're on, like, basically their honeymoon. Yeah, because Spectre know? ends with them driving off in the Aston Martin. Well, right. yeah, because Bond goes and gets it from Q, the classic yeah. car. Yeah. And then... Which, another question I have, and then yeah. I promise we'll talk about the movie that, yeah. that we came here to yeah. talk about. But that Aston Martin uh, was completely destroyed, and Q was going to fix it, right? Yep. However, Q was off... <laughs> but he comes back and ...helping fixed. Bond... <laughs> The whole time, and then they both come back, and it's fixed. So, yeah. what? How? Whatever. Anyway, so this film uh, with Bond and Madeline picks up mm. kind of right after that. But just so everyone knows, from this point forward, we spoilers. Already did, we already did movie in a minute. So, sp- damn it! I do that every time. <laughs> All right, let me let me do an audio clip. Here we go. Beep. Flag it. Let's let's spoilers. practice flagging. Spoilers. Spoilers. Oh, God, I messed up. Oh, my God. What the hell's going on? Spoilers. Spoilers. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. Spoilers ahead. You ever say a word so many times that, like, it doesn't have meaning anymore? Like, spoilers, 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 spoilers. And you're like, what is this word? Spoilers from here on out. Cool? Cool. All right. So, the cold open on this film. Super dope. Yes. Although, I have an issue. No, not. Never mind. What's the issue? This is the the. I don't have an issue with the cold open, but it creates an issue for me later. Okay. Should we just dive into that? I guess. Uh, is it the five year thing? No, that is kind of odd. I didn't expect that, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like this version. What's his name? 
Sapphire. Saffin. Saffin. Okay. Lucifer. Is his name Lucifer? Really? Anyway, <laughs> that's not very subtle. Um, <laughs> Saffin. Robbie uh, Malik's character. I. I wanted this this villain. Yeah. I wanted this villain with the freaky, creepy mask. He's like obviously he's like menacing. Yeah, he's, he's obviously like not there because he's like you know, his face is he, like twitching yeah, and he's like super just like pure rage. Like he's like eccentric but in like a creepy way where you know he's obviously deformed, but mm-hmm. he can like it's like he can barely breathe, like right. all these interesting like traits about him. He has that mask, which yeah. we, we never really learn where it comes from. No, it's just kind of a mask. It's just and kind we, of a mask. We see it later. Which is fine, because I had the same qualm about, like, Le Chief. I'm like, with the bloody what's eye. going on with the bloody eye? It's definitely his, like, Bond villain trait. Right. But we see him later, and his skin is a much look much better. Well, it's, it's 20 years have gone by. Maybe he's healed up a little bit. I know. And I get that with an actor like him, then we we got to see his face. Right. Um, Can't just be, like... Behind a mask. Like, uh... Um, uh Deadpool, <laughs> yeah. After he's like burned or whatever, yeah, yeah. But like, I just, I, I don't know. Like that version, the Saffin that we got in the beginning was more menacing to me than mm-hmm. the Saffin we got later. Yeah, hundred percent. He was definitely creepy. Yeah, and he showed power, but he didn't. I wasn't like afraid of him. This is un, this is kind of unrelated. Yeah. Did you notice that like seventy five percent of the trailer that we saw all came from the cold open? Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like him shooting at the ice. I thought that was going to be like an end of movie thing. Yeah. No, it's it's the beginning of the movie. Well, it seems end of movie because his mask is broken and right. he's like barely like can walk. Right. He, at, this yeah. point, at that point, he had been shot. Because Madeline that's, shoots him like four times. So when they were making the trailer, they knew, oh, this is the villain that they want to see. Let's highlight this. That sucks. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? mean? Genuinely, like I was really frustrated. Yeah. Um, because by the time we get, by the time he comes back, and it's a long time. Mm-hmm. It's like an hour and a half um, of, of movie time. By the time we get back, the plot's kind of gotten a little... M- murky already. M- yeah, like mangled up a little bit. So it's kind of hard to like know what is going on. I mean, I think we like n- kind of know because I think he's on the phone with the scientist guy. Yes, right? that is true. And uh, Who he gets also- annoying. He's really annoying. He gets super annoying. <laughs> I kept thinking he was like, uh, have you seen Arrested Development? Uh, no, but I know. What I just kept thinking Tobias. Yeah, I know the guy know. with the mustache and the, the glasses. The dude with the gif, who's like crying in the shower. Yeah, that guy, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the scientist from this movie. Um, it's annoying. Did you did you know that, or you probably did know, but I just want to highlight: this is the only uh, Daniel Craig James Bond movie that the cold open was not him. Yes, I did. I did. I, and like, not a chase. <laughs> right, not a chase. Even um, even when they come to him, because technically the cold open is like a two scene thing. Yeah, we have her childhood. Yep. and eventually Safin saving her life because yeah, she's under the ice, which which is important because it gives him this weird sense of like domination, ownership. Over her. Yeah, yeah, of her literally. Um, and then we cut to them. In cut to like Italy, the the Italy. honeymoon. I think it is Italy. Yep, which they're in Matera. Which is interesting. It's in southern Italy. There's one thing that I, I like and don't like, and I like that they keep tying it back to the rest of the series. But also, yeah. I'm like, I don't mean this insensitively because I thought she was great in Casino Royale, but like... Vesper died is, a while ago. How has Vesper not been put to bed yet? Yeah. And I get, like, even Inspector, like, when he's getting tortured and Madeline's having to watch, mm-hmm. um, I think it's... Whatever. Blofeld's like... 
when he okay no 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 it's when Blofeld's saying it's it's been all me Lashif me yeah. Silva me what's the guy's name from 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 Quantum whatever Quantum me and then he's like do you ever wonder why all your women end up dead and he looks at uh, um, Madeline he's like Vesper did he tell you about that one that's the big one and I'm like hmm. I know it was but like yeah she she's been referenced in every film every film yeah and she um, she was great yes and she was great. Uh, and maybe this is the point where she's like, I think Madeline even says like, you, you need to let her go. Mm-hmm. So, I do think it's funny in this scene when they're like in bed or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, you need to let go of Vesper. You need to go now. It, James Bond, Daniel Craig. It feels more like like a couple than like this suave like assassin guy. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. like completely guard down. He's just like laying there like, yeah, fine, I'll do it. That's <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that I, I like, that's something that I think actually is consistent with each film. Like. The first two films, he was he was 007. Rigid. 007. Yeah. yeah. And then in Skyfall, in my opinion, we finally get to see kind of underneath this mask that he wears. Mm-hmm. And then the first glimpse of pain and emotion is when M dies. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's pain when, when Vesper dies. Well, yes. But that was the, like out of, that was like an out of character thing that they were like, what's going on? Exactly. Like Bond. That, that like makes him shut it back up. Right. Sort of. And so when M dies, he, um, and I don't mean for this to be a critique or a, Review of the entire series, but it kind this kind of is kind of essentially is. because yeah. this is what, this, what this film is. Um, and then you know, Inspector it gets farther and farther because he's realizing like this one man is behind all of this mm-hmm. and has to do with his pulling family. on his heartstrings. Yeah, and then Madeline, this is the one woman who can understand him because you know her father was Mister White, all right. this stuff. And then they're this trauma one, bonding. In this one, they're trauma. They are very much trauma bonding. Uh, but in this one, he, at, at 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 the the start, he is. He's like, all right, yeah, I'm here. I'll and he, he seems retired. <laughs> yeah, and what's interesting is that you know they're doing the whole like burn the paper that has the mm-hmm. has the the past or whatever it is, and he says forgive me. Yeah, which I think so he blamed himself for a long time it seems. But he's letting go of the need for forgiveness because he yeah. knows he'll never get it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. But so do you think there was like a camera and someone hit a button and detonated it? Must or, have been. You know what Must I mean? Have been that like, bionic eye. <laughs> the bionic eye. Well, dude did have the bionic eye, and That's he true. was watching. That's true. Because they chased him right after that. That's true. You know. So, so it's probably it. The, 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 after the cold open, I'll get into what I was going to say, but it ex- blows up. Mm-hmm. The grave explodes. Which honestly, he probably would have been messed up because he was right there, and there's yeah. all these stones coming after him. But also, I want to give a shout out to uh, the sound designers of this film because there's a few times in the film where he gets blown up. And it goes like, uh, and the uh, audio is like you. It's it's like you got blown up, mm-hmm. and you can't hear. I think it's done great. Um, Shell shock. I think this, you know, like there's one part at the beginning of Spectre, where he's like he destroys a building on accident. Yeah, and he's like trying to run through this crumbling building, and he just looks so like stoic and composed, and almost mm-hmm. like just annoyed. Mm-hmm. And then he lands on that couch, <laughs> and I'm like, that's the cold open of Spectre. Yeah. Which I think is great. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I like in this film, like, this dude's disheveled. Like, he gets blown up, and he's like, what the hell? Like, yeah. you see him, like... It was a different kind of blow up, because he was know. hit by it. I know, I'm just know. saying, like, I like when we see him, like, not so, like, you know, always polished. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he, you know, believes that uh, Madeline sold him out to Spectre. Yeah, he's upset. They're fighting. And then you know, we Everyone the has chase. a couple fights. And it's a great chase. A really cool chase. You get the another, uh, 
just another big thing from the preview. Uh, where they're all shooting at the car. It's got yeah. the bulletproof glass, and he's just looking around, and she's like, please, please. You know, We finally see him use the gadgets that are mm-hmm. in the Aston Martin. Because mm-hmm. it's got which, ammunition this which time. Which has been in... Oh, yeah. Which has been in... That that exact model has been in... Three films now, right? No. Well, no, yes, but I'm saying like... Three, three uh, Daniel Craig films. Yeah, but Sorry. I mean numerous yeah. Bond films. Yeah. Um, there's another Aston Martin later, the like dark green one that was mm-hmm. in uh, two other movies too, back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does the little spin around with the Gatling gun headlights thing they get out he puts her on a train he says you're never gonna see me again she's heartbroken that was brutal that was a brutal scene yeah he's angry and she's like please believe me like I didn't do this that's tied up later when he finally finds her and he's Mm -hmm. like um I think he says like a few things that he regrets in this life or whatever and like he said and then when I put you on that train I was like bro man he says that's his biggest regret that's sad um but okay so that's the cold open um, Five years in the future. Yeah, so let's get through. I, I want to say I love the song. I do love this song. Oh, yeah. yeah. Billie Eilish. I'm a big Billie Eilish fan. Mm-hmm. I love the credits. Not the like weird, crazy credits, but like when it first starts, it looks like when they're showing the names. You hit my mic stand. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, please, please forgive me. Um, but it's a very retro like credits. I really mm-hmm. liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, I want to try and break this down. I'm going to try and get some sort of structure with this. Let me ask you, Sir Zach. Yeah. Because you didn't like this movie as much. Okay. What did you like about this movie? Yeah. So, uh, like I was saying, when we did our, like, first impressions, all the little, you know, nods to the old James Bond films, I thought were really well done. Um, I really liked the scene at the party like the, yeah. the the party in Cuba, yeah. uh, specifically Ana de Armas's character. What's her name in the movie in um, the film? I can find out. It is Paloma. Paloma, and she's like nervous, and she's like, "I've been training for three weeks." She and was great, and he's she like, great. "Oh, this isn't gonna go well." And she is by far the most competent person yeah. he works with in any of the films. Yeah. Well, what's funny too is that sorry, because I'm, I know I just told you what you liked, and I'm cutting you off. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so it's I, par I, for the course. Yeah, I love. Just kidding. <laughs> I loved her. Uh, their like interaction because she's obviously beautiful and you know stunning, and mm. I love how she's like trying to take off his shirt to like undress him to change his clothes. And he's like turn around. Well, no, no, no. But he's he's like should we get to the first? And she's like, oh, ooh, no. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. yeah, yeah. Sorry, no, no, no. And I just love because he's probably so used to being like, I'm I'm Bond, and she's <laughs> she, she's like ah, nah. No, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> um, but go on, continue. What did you like about this film? Um, is that it? I mean, it's hard. <laughs> no, it's hard for me because, like, I want to talk about the Cuba scene now. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, no, no. So, let's 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 <laughs> it's discuss. Hard, it's hard to t- let's discuss. It's hard to because if I list everything that I like, we might not get to everything that oh, I yeah. like. You know, you're good. We can put uh, a flag here, and and this can be like a. Uh, discussion, right? Yes. That okay. Here, I'm uh, sorry. I'm I'm learning tricks. Flag, did it. Flag. All right. Um. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what do you? Let's let's talk about that. What do you What do you like about it? About the Cuba scene? Yeah. By then. Uh, Anna de Armas's character. Yep. Um. No, I really liked. Hold on. Do you think she was trying to fool him? No, I don't think so. You think that just it like it like kicked in for her and she was like, I got this. No, I think she really was nervous, but yeah. she's competent and she's 
you know, because at first he's like, what is right. going on? Right. So the way we get there is, uh, what's his name? What's his name? The agent, the, the agent man, Felix. Felix Leiter. Felix oh, Leiter. man, dude. He, his death, sorry, he dies. Spoilers. His death is brutal. Because yeah. he's been like a subtle player in every film. Yeah. Pretty much. He's had at least a small role. Yeah. You know. And when he died, man, like, that was tough because that dickhead with the smile. Yeah. He's the worst. He so he's really good at that. He was also in um I don't know if you remember, but you, you you've seen um what's the I know his face from somewhere. What's the what's the show with Jonah Hill and uh uh, uh Emma Stone? Uh Maniac. Oh, I I've, I've only seen part of that. You've only seen part of Maniac. Maniac's a great show yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. I love that show. He's like the Whiskey's leaving early. He's like Jonah Hill's brother, and he's also a, a butthead. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so anyways, sorry. Felix Felix brings Bond out of retirement because yeah, Bond is the on CIA vacation. brings him back, not right. MI6. Right. Uh, Bond's MI6 on vacation. MI6 has a new 007. Bond's on vacation, but did you notice that it, it seemed like MI6 didn't know where Bond was, but the new 007 found him so so easily? Did you like her? Yeah, she was great. Yeah. I think that, and we can talk about this, I think there are characters that are underutilized. Yes. And I think she's one of them. Whiskey's back. <laughs> I think she's one of them. If if yeah. we're setting her up to be the next 007, she should have more than a secondary role. I felt like yeah. she had a secondary role in this film where like she was like the Felix Leiter of this film where yeah. it's like when something needs to happen in the background, oh, I'll go do that. Mm-hmm. And then when they get back, she has like a little joke. I also feel like there was this, it, it was set up to be like this opposition between them. And there wasn't really ever like a moment where like they're both like, ha, ah, great job. Until yeah. after she says, you know what? We can reinstate him as 007. And I was like, that was weird to I, me. I had an issue with that. I had an issue with that. What was the issue? Was it was it what I'm talking about? No, I, I don't think he needed to be 007. Right. Well, he didn't. Yeah. But like, it also, like, even if you were going to do that and try to be nice, I felt like there was no, like, bonding moment for them up to that yeah. point. Yeah. You know what I like, mean? For I, her to say that. It was I, just, like, out of left field for me. People were upset when, when that was, I don't know if you remember this, but people were, like, really, uh, I guess, angry because they were, like, there's a, a woman of color is going to be 007. Right. Which people thought they meant she's gonna be like Jamie Bond or something. You know what I'm saying? Something right. stupid. And sure. I was like, first off, she can be if she wants to be. Mm-hmm. By all means. Second, I really enjoyed the fact that she was 007 because Yeah. It, she's playing by the rules, it, she's well, doing yeah, but, all the stuff. But it still it, it it continues to like break down the myth of James Bond. Right. Like I I enjoy that that part of all his films where she even makes these snide comments where she's like, oh, did you think that they would retire it? Like, yeah. he, people have to realize that James Bond is messed up, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's messed up. He failed his psych eval. Yeah. Like, and it's so, like, he's glorified, sort of how, like, how Logan Ash, the mm. jerk face smiley guy, yeah. <laughs> acts around him, where he's like, I'm a, I'm a huge fan, man. You know, like, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um, He's like painted as this like hero, and he is, he is. Mm-hmm. But his most heroic moment comes at the end of this film, right? Hundred percent. A lot of the times, he's like, he's doing good, but he's got so much collateral damage, mm-hmm. and he behaves as this larger than life, sort of self-centered, right? Like 
I can do what I want type of person. And she's this incredibly clinical, like yeah, all, no loose ends on yeah. any, any job that she does. And so, in a lot of ways, she's more fitting for like the 007 yeah. title. Right? I also think it's powerful to say like, this sounds crass and harsh, but it's like the move the the world will keep spinning without mm-hmm. James Bond. Sorry, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's still the best of the best, but it's like, it's not like. So like you had an MI6 was like crumbled. So you had an issue with the fact that they even needed to acknowledge it within the the scope of the film. I had an issue with it because I just thought it didn't fit. Yeah, I mean so, it, it was random. Yeah, it was really random. And I'm like, that's touching. Like he sure. goes out as double seven, but it's like he. I think being James Bond should be more important than being 007. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. It's mm-hmm. like he's 007, but I thought it felt like they took a big step forward. They were like, well, we just we'll take one step back. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway. the point being that I felt like her character was underutilized. Yep. I felt like uh, Paloma was underutilized, especially given the fact that both of these characters were on like the majority of the posters. Yeah. Like, it seems like they're going they're to definitely be portrayed as, like, central pieces of these films. And obviously, um, the new 007, what is her name in the film? It's Naomi, Naomi Harris. No, it's not Naomi Harris. She's Money Penny. She is Money Penny. Uh, n- Nomi? Lashana Lynch. As Nomi, Nomi, uh, she like she has a bigger role than than Paloma does in Cuba, but still, I felt like both of these characters were not in the film enough for the film to be yeah. almost three hours long. Yeah, and for them to be on the poster. Well, it's just like it's just like uh, Safin. Yes, he's well, the like, third one. So like Blofeld's in it for one scene. Well, no, he's in it for a couple scenes. Blofeld, in a weird sense, dominates the first half of the film. Yes, again, again. As the as the like omnipotent force, mm-hmm. like I liked that. I liked that Blofeld. I thought it was really eerie at the party. Coming back to the, we just keep yeah. coming back to the no, it's party. It's 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 a very pivotal point. The eye on the platter. Yeah, and uh, Blofeld isn't like aha, James Bond. He's like almost whispering. He's like yeah. hello, Mister Bond. Yeah, like but that's just like the the table scene. He's so soft spoken. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there was a trope for a long time in Bond films where you never saw Blofeld's face. Yeah, for like the first four or five movies, I think, and I like that. Like I, I'm not saying the do mystery that because Christoph Waltz is is too good of an actor to mm-hmm. not see him, um, and he's got this like really sinister like optimism about like as Blofeld. He's like this sure. like joyful. It's really creepy in a sense, but when he's like just in the shadow, he's his character. That's feels when he shines scarier. Like when he's in the prison cell and they think he's just like talking crazy yeah. but you know that he's got the eye in yes, so dude, he's like, he's talking to his like henchmen or whatever like right and telling them what to do he sold this like he's lost his mind he's yeah a, he's a cuckoo as 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 he says right but in reality he's watching everything yes um regardless of what you think of the eye thing at, at this point we've established that i was a little goofy but i'll, I'll get fits. to the gadgets I'll, I'll it fits um but yeah like he's once again, Bond thinks he's infiltrated this specter thing, and Blofeld's voice is saying, "Hello, James." Yeah, like w- we know you're here. I see you. Yeah, you know. Um, but this is when everything turns. So there's the scientist yep. who has, has this virus, Her- Heracles Project Heracles, which, which was thinking, funded by M. I caught. I I kept thinking that they were mispronouncing Hercules, but actually it's spelled differently. Heracles. Heracles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which yes, you it thought was, it was like an aluminium thing. Yeah, I was like, well, it's Hercules, guys. Uh, but no, yeah, M funded this secret lab um, that was 
aimed at nanobots. <laughs> yes, that's not even the most outrageous tech. That can pass through somebody who who the DNA is not programmed and it, yeah. it won't harm them at all. Yes, if the DNA is programmed, it like smart m- blood, which m- I didn't realize was Inspector. Mm-hmm. It was. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it'll melt their face and just like eat them I from the inside. Does, but they like it they, kills them. They die instantly. So uh, the plan was like Blofeld was going to use this mist and it was going to kill James Bond. James Bond. But Safin through the really annoying scientist. Mm-hmm. Change the algorithm, yeah, so so that it will it would only kill Spectre people, right? And we find out later, and anybody related to the like to the Spectre. If people. someone related to the Spectre people touches right. them, then they die too. If there's similarities in the DNA, yeah. which if you think about it, like between you and me, we have a lot of similarities. There are not many differences in yeah, our DNA, so true. like, wh- would this work? You know, it wouldn't. Um, <laughs> not even a discussion. Yeah. Just no, <laughs> it would not. Can we take a break? I have to pee. Yes. All right, cool. But I want to talk about... Um, <laughs> this is where it gets a little... This is where I was like, okay, this is getting crazy. When they break the scientists out of that building. Okay, so this happens before the party. Magnets. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was so unnecessary. It was dumb. Did I did like... I was like... I was like uh, because, like, first off, it's five years later, so... Spectre took place in 2015, so this should only be like present day. Mm. We don't have that kind of technology present day. Right. So long story short, the scene itself is fine. Like they're at some laboratory, and Safin calls, which has no security whatsoever. Yeah. What's the guy's name? Hold on. Mm, let's see. Valdo Obrich- Obrichev. Okay. Um. Gets a call from Safin and he's like, "Okay, do the thing. You know, they're gonna kill everybody else, but they're gonna not kill you." Blah blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. Um. So they like capture him, and these guys are from. There's not an organization, but Safin's guys. Uh, they like destroy an elevator, right? Right. Sorry. And there's this empty elevator shaft, and they just throw. The, it looks like a giant bomb. First off. Yeah, it looks like a, a gigantic rocket of some kind. And they throw it down the shaft, and it's just shooting out. Which I thought. Or bombs. Oh, it's going to like detonate and the whole building yeah. collapse. Yeah, yeah, me too. No. So there's these little glowing lights all over this elevator shaft, and these guys just jump, <laughs> and they like they throw the scientist off. They put him in this like, little thing, they throw him off the edge. He thinks he's going to die. And he's like, there's no elevator, oh my God, and he's falling, and then it's just, they stop. They, they stop, and you're thinking in your head, oh, is it magnets? And then <laughs> the scientist guy goes, oh, magnets. <laughs> It's just so unnecessary. You could have done anything else with that scene. Yeah. That, that gadget, like, that was the gadget that you're thinking of that yes. sucks, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm like, that was stupid. Yeah. But let's 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 talk. So gadgets, they have the magnets. Mm-hmm. He, classic, in, but in direct contradiction to, well, not direct, uh, to Q's line in Skyfall, he has a watch yeah. that um, uh, doesn't explode. No, that, the watch that, that explodes is in... Um, Spectre. Spectre gives Blofeld the, the yeah. eye. Uh, but it's like a EMP watch. Yeah. Um, what else? There's the nano- eyes. nanobots, bionic eyes. The nanobots. Um, uh, which the, the nanobots, Inspector, they were smart blood, and it was like, we can track your vitals. All right. Mm-hmm. In this one, the nanobots have a lot of plot armor. They can do whatever they want. Right. Yeah. We'll get there when we get to the... Uh the like facility, the at World the War end, II dude, facility. Dude, I don't know. Are, what are they? I'm sorry. But we'll get there. The design of 
Saffin's base makes absolutely no sense to me. Okay. Like, what are they harvesting? Nanobots? Yeah. No. Thank you. So, like, there's these pools of you liquid. You don't grow them. There's these pools of liquid <laughs> with these people standing in them just, like, bending down and then, like, standing back up straight. They're not doing anything. If you watch them, they're not yeah. doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you throw they, somebody in it, Yeah, they, if like, you throw melt. someone in it, they melt. But the... So... Is that already programmed to kill his own henchmen? I don't. Or like, but also, see, this is where it gets. Okay, why isn't it melting the the, the suits of the people who are standing in it? So let's let's. How do you let's back up? Reproduce nanobots? <laughs> like, are up. they like having sex so, in the pool? I don't know, but they're not organic. They're robots. Exactly. So like, so, wh- what are the pools for? Um, looks like there's like radiation yeah, rods like or something. Yeah, like Bond goes to see Blofeld, finds out some stuff because. Which I want to talk about the scene in a second, but this is more plot stuff. Mm. Bond finds out that Blof- Spectre sent Mr. White to kill Safin's family. Right. He killed them all. That's why he has this bitter revenge against Spectre. Um, and Safin's family used to do the like a a, gar- a poisonous garden, which I actually found out was based out of the Ian Fleming book, You Only Live Twice. Okay. So that's kind of inspired by old books, by old Bond stories. Yeah. That was the, fine. The Poison Garden. But I don't understand how that, like, that's where he is at the end. That's where his base is. But what is that? What is... It's just another quirky villain thing. Just no, like I, just like the mask no, know, and just like the bloody but eye. But it's said, like, it's said in a way that sounds like that's he's using that somehow to... Is he infusing the nanobots with the poison? Maybe? I don't know. That's kind of what I... Gathered? Like, that's kind of what I got from it. Because, yeah. like, what else would they be harvesting? Yeah, I, I don't you know. know what I mean? I know anyway, he's got the garden, and he's like, if you touch that plant, it'll make you really tell the culty, truth. And it's really like it's really culty, and it's yeah, like, he, he, it's like a monk. He, he literally has like a Zen garden. And yeah, like, all like this stuff. I think I don't, I don't know. I didn't. I don't he's know. got unlimited henchmen, even I want though like he, so many. Like I had <laughs> all this, over the place. I had this question throughout all these films. What percentage of the Bond <laughs> universe do you think is evil? Just like henchmen. just just henchmen or masterminds? Got to be at least eight, like eight percent. No, I was gonna say eighty percent. Eighty. Okay. They're all like they can all just. That's a high number. Suddenly turn just to pull out a gun and be like, "I'm a henchman." See, to me, if it was five percent, that would be significant. Oh no! Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. Significant. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, I do want to highlight a couple things that I really, really enjoyed. Okay. Because we're already at an hour somehow, or close to it. Um. I think the relationships between all the characters in this movie are amazing. They're wonderful. Yeah. Um, I think Money Penny gets pushed to the sideline, and I was upset pushed, about that. She gets pushed to, to the sideline in this series. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. Because she's introduced as this, as this badass like field agent. Right. Right. Um, she she's still useful, and I think someone's riding a dirt bike on the street. It's been happening <laughs> for like three weeks. <laughs> They're practicing. I know. Anyway, but like the whole scene where. Poor Q, God bless him. Q just cannot get rid of Bond. He's trying to have a date, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I can't have one quiet evening without Bond and and, and Money Penny saying like, hey, we yeah. need we need you.' Um, it's but probably I'll, an exaggeration because Bond's been gone for five, for five years. years. <laughs> That's true. Um, but like you know, M is sort of in some hot water because he's it's his fault, sort of. That he's trying to cover it up at the beginning. Yeah, but there's that meeting where he's meet like the. the they meet on like on, on the riverside and like I think mm-hmm. that's good, but I love I love the interaction between Bond and Blofeld. Great scene. Are we gonna skip over the when he's like, oh, I can handle myself, and then he comes around the corner and it's Madeline who he like oh, yeah. spurned five years ago. Yeah, and which she's just but there. He, he knew she was coming because that's the only Did person. He? Yeah, because 
I don't yes. think he did because he his did. Re- his reaction was one of like, oh, it's her. He did. No, no, because they're like, Blofeld only talks to one person and it's his psychiatrist. And yeah. in that scene with him and him where he's trying to get to Blofeld, he's like Madeline Swan. Like that's that's okay. So in that case, I guess I missed that detail. Yeah. Why did why the dr- drama? I just comes, think I was think it just like a like a he, once he actually saw yeah. her, he was like kind of blown away. Kind yeah. Of thing? And I think it's brutal too because he's like, "Good to see you." Puts out his hand, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Bro, that's cold." Yeah. Like that's he's trying to put up that armor. Yeah. Which we find you can't keep that armor but up, man. We we can't. We, 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 Let we, it out, Hunter. We find okay. <laughs> okay. We find out that. Uh, so Safin tracks down Madeline again, mm-hmm. and he gives her uh, nanobots to kill Blofeld. Puts him on her wrist. Yep. And a very subtle scene where she like she backs out. She's like, I can't do this. Uh, she's doing something. Bond grabs her wrist. Grabs her wrist. So the, now the the nanobots are on him. Completely. Doesn't even know. No harm. Not harmful to him because yep. he doesn't have blow. He's. Blowfield's half brother. No, but it, he was adopted. He's adopted. It's adopted. Because Bond's <laughs> parents died. Remember in Skyfall, Bond's yeah, parents died. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I just wanted something to be upset about. No. no. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, the scene, just the dialogue between them, I think was great. Mm. And that's that's his his only scene. Uh, Blowfield, like I mean, as far as like in person, mm-hmm. um, and he pushes him to the edge, uh, just taunting him until Bond chokes him for a second. Right, and then and then oh no, he's everyone's being like, eaten from the inside. Everyone's out. like, calm down, he's fine, he's fine. And then, and then they turn back, and he's dead. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, crumbled from the inside out. Whatever, whatever it does. So this is where I start to kind of lose track of Safin's plan. Right. Yes. His <laughs> yeah. his plan was to take down Spectre. Spectre's dead. He wiped right. out the entire thing. Everyone's dead. Everyone that wronged him. So now what? He's dead. Just, the only people that are alive He's obsessed with Madeline, I guess. The only people that are alive are the woman that he saved when she was a child, mm-hmm. who's technically part of that family, but she was completely innocent. Yeah. And then the secret agent who was literally like trying to do the same thing that he was trying to do, just like from a different angle. Yeah. But New World Order. Just kidding. He wants to kill millions of people mm-hmm. for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um but I want to get into uh I know we're all over the place. We find out that um, Madeline... I think it's fitting. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Fine, go but it. I think it's fitting that we're, what, 50 minutes into the episode? Uh-huh. And 58. we're just now bringing Safin back? Yeah, because that's what happens. That's what the movie is. Yeah. You know? It, it does take a long time. You got Rami Malek. I mean... And you just cast him aside for like a an different, hour. He's a different character from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Hasn't, anyway, hasn't aged. <laughs> that math doesn't work. It doesn't work. Because she's what, like six, she's seven? She's got to be at seven or eight tops. Okay, fair. And it's been, I mean, what is she in this movie? 45? If not, I mean, no, if so, she looks 35, great. 35. <laughs> so she's 35. So let's let's just say it's been 20, 20 years. Okay. He was a grown man. Right. In that opening scene. Right. Freshly burned, it looked like. Like yeah. it had just happened. He must have been 18. Okay. Okay? Because if he wasn't... But even then, if we say he's 18, he's now 38, and yeah. he doesn't look any any different, which I guess we were just looking at his mouth before. <laughs> true, true. But I'm saying, like... He looks young. He looks like he's Madeline's age. Right. <laughs> anyway, doesn't matter. Um, Maybe the burns, like, locked his face in. He's got, like, 
free Botox all the time. Sure. No, I'm saying like his skin can't move. The burns. What are you saying? Lots of space. That's what Botox yeah. does. Botox, you, you, you can't laugh. Okay. He's also a weird monk, so maybe he has some weird. He's got all those plants, you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we find out this big bombshell that uh, Madeline has a daughter who is <laughs> conveniently five years old. That took me out of that <laughs> scene, man. I'm Why? sorry. They're talking. They're going back and forth. They're like arguing, and then it just like cuts to girl on stairs, and I was like, "Who the hell is that?" <laughs> Like, my first thought was not, oh, my God, she has a daughter. I was like, whose child got in this house? <laughs> um, and there's this funny little exchange where Bond, he, I, I think it's great to see Bond like this. Because he's, he, like, doesn't know if it's his. Mm-hmm. He instinctually becomes paternal. Yeah. Right? And he even says to her, he, he's like, she, the blue eye, like, blue eyes. She's, mm. And she's like, it's not yours. It's not yours. Um, what? I have something to say about the blue eyes. Go on. Remember when when I was talking about Quantum of Solace and I said his eyes are like four times as blue in this movie yeah. as they are in any of the other movies. Yeah. Those super blue eyes come back in no time to die. Specifically, just in that part of the movie, Hunter. Like when they're in he's that, got pretty eyes. When they're in that house, he's got like Dune eyes. He's, he's got pretty eyes. <laughs> they're, they're too <laughs> blue. And then she also has like these crazy blue eyes. And then later in the movie, their eyes go back to normal. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so they have. You don't great, care about this. No, but I do. I, I just do, think. I just Hunter, think. I do care. It sets about up this. this this great chase scene through the woods where uh, Smiley Dickhead Logan Ash gets crushed by a car. Smiley Dickhead. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Saffin gets him, and we go back to his base. Mm-hmm. And all the henchmen die, but him. Shit just goes crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I I I like the infiltration where it's him and 007 working together. Oh, sorry. I don't know what her new her new new no, me. new number is now. 00 something. Um They can both be 007. They have the cool gadget, you know, the the glider thing uh that turns into a boat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um But again, we get these like this crazy like field of something where they're in hazmat suits and they're stirring something up, but it's like what? What is it? And he's like looking at, at at the vials on the wall like it's supposed to be. I'm like... You can't tell what, what that is. What is it? Right. But they find... And there's one line that I'm like, I don't think I like that plan, Bond, where he... They set charges all over the laboratory. That one room? And he's like, if if I don't come back, blow this to hell. And she's like, we don't have enough explosives. And he's like, but they don't even need to know that. I'm like... So what the hell is the plan? What? Yeah, you're blow up one room. Like, what's gonna if you like? Is it is it like a if you kill me, they're gonna blow that up? It's like a like a, a like an intimidation kind of thing, like a I, bluffing. I don't know. I don't is, know. Is bring him back to Casino Royale or what? What's going on? Yeah. Um, but he's trying to get Madeline and Saffin back. I think Saffin's creepiest is when he's with the daughter Matilda, Matilda, mm-hmm. Matilda. Um, he's definitely a creepy dude, but it's like uh, Mathilde, Mathilde. 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 <laughs> Matilda is what she's called. Um, I don't know. I think, you know, I think it it's good in the sense that I like the relationships and the and, and, and the acting and the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's fine. It is definitely messy and it's definitely convoluted, right? I've, yeah. I've been talking about Safin's, like, motivations. It's like, okay, everything that I wanted to happen happened. Psych, now I've got this technology. Let's kill like most everybody and yeah. establish like 
only the strong survive or like I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, Hunter. Yeah. I don't think you can explain it to me. But it sets up the end of movie um uh ultimatum like we have to do this otherwise the world's going to explode kind of thing. Yep. Uh against uh overwhelming odds, you know, the the action movie thing that they do in action movies. Because they don't actually face off until like so he has to open up these blast doors so they can shoot rockets into this and blow it up. Mm-hmm. He's done that and the doors close, I think, right? And so he's because running. because Rami Malek. Yeah, so he's running back them. to like open it back up, and then he sh- he shoots him. Right, and they ha- times. he breaks his arm. It's gross. Yeah, they have a good little exchange, and he kills him. He scratches his face. Yeah, he, he's got the. That's uh, true. Uh, this is a, a main point of contention for me because he had DNA from uh, uh, Madeline and Matilda, right? Yes. M- Matilda. Oh. Right. Oh, I see where you're going. He yes. had he had DNA from both of them. He put it in the thing, and then he scratched him with it, and said, "Now you can never be close to them again. You can't touch them because you can't them. touch them because you'll kill them." But if Matilda is his daughter, which we find out that she is, it and he is related to her, it should kill Bond. because he is the father. It could kill. It, it should kill. Him. It should kill Bond. Yeah, he should have just melted right there on the spot. Anyways, he doesn't. So we have this. It sets up this obvious. I mean, it's, I say obvious, but he's not going to make it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think this is his best moment as Bond. I do. I think it's really well done, despite... Best thing he ever did was die, is the, what you're saying. The, 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 the convolution. Because he, you know, maybe it's because I have a son now, where I'm, I'm like, uh, when, bro, bro, uh, when he climbs up the, the ladder and he's like... On he's, the walkie-talkie. He's, and he's like on the roof waiting, essentially, for the bombs to come and blow him up. And he calls Madeline... Mm-hmm. When he was like, you created the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I was like, bro. Bro. And then just before he dies, you know, she says, she does have your eyes. And he's like, I know. I know. And then boom. Boom. I I thought. It's not. I thought it was going to be one rocket. No. It was not. It was like 50 rockets. Yeah. He gets blown up. And Mm -hmm. now, like, that sequence, when he calls her and stuff, I thought it was. I thought it was great. I thought mm-hmm. it was re- I thought it was really moving. It affects you disregarding the convolution and mess that came before the, it. The plot from beforehand, I f- I feel like I was still thinking about it a little bit. I think the music lends it a great service like I'm telling Hans you. Hans Zimmer of course. When you get emotional, it's Hans Zimmer. It's it's not necessarily like if if that scene happened and there was no music behind it, you wouldn't be like <laughs> you'd be like well, maybe. See the know. difference between <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, so James Bond, Daniel Craig's James Bond is dead. Dies. We think. No, he's dead. He got blown up. We think. Although at the end of the credits, it says James Bond will return. <laughs> Different actor. Mm. Okay, real quick before we wrap up the the James Bond stuff, the question of the hour mm-hmm. and a half mm-hmm. is, uh, how would you rank the songs? Okay. Full disclosure. I forgot to listen to the one from Quantum. That's Jack White, isn't it? Yeah, and it's only, it's pretty cool. I only heard it once, but I, you know, it's pretty cool. So give me a quick like first reaction. Let's not get too deep on this. So let me start at the top. Start at the bottom. Start at the bottom. Okay, I think last place might be the Jack White song. Yeah, I thought so. It's too. not bad. Yeah. None of these songs are bad. Just, just like, like none of the movies, movies are bad. bad yeah. Um, me a soda. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, next, I would put. Chris Cornell's song, I love that song. Mm-hmm. So I love all the songs above this point, right? Yep. But Chris Cornell did a, a really great job. It's in fourth place. Okay. Third place, I'm going to put Billie Eilish. 
Wow. Okay. Her song's great. All right. Her song's great, but okay. third place. Okay. Uh, second place is going to be Adele. It's okay. Hot right. take. Hot take. What All do you right. mean? No. Go on. Sam Smith is number one. Sam really? Smith's song is so good. Really? Sam, that scene in in uh, Spectre, I think, is the best like credits scene. All the imagery it in it. It is great. Is it's so well done. So yeah, that's that's my list. Wow. Okay. See, um, I use what I feel, not what the people feel, and what I feel like I should. What, what I feel like I should feel. I'm a people uh, pleaser. I'm sorry. Um, my my list starts the same as yours. Okay. Uh, whiskey. Good God. Um, Jack White, Chris Cornell. Okay. I'm Again, actually, they do a great job, yeah, right? I'm actually gonna. Oh, now I'm second guessing myself. I I think. Oh gosh, the top three are all very very close. Yeah. But I think I'm gonna put Sam Smith in third place. Okay, that's fine. I'm not gonna get mad at you like you get mad at me. <laughs> I think Skyfall is number one. I think that I think Billy Eilish is number two. Okay. So really, we're not that different, you and I. Yeah. <laughs> Our DNA is very similar. <laughs> All right, cool. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Let's wrap it up. All right. Okay. This film is currently sitting at certified fresh, eighty-four yeah. percent. Yeah. Do you agree? No. Okay. <laughs> so let me ask you this question before we move on to our next segment. Mm-hmm. Zach. Sorry, I keep hitting your mic stand. There's a lot that happens in this movie. Yeah. A lot of great actors. Sure. A lot of great characters. A lot of crazy stuff. Yeah. But is No Time to Die good? Yeah, but borderline. Okay. So what, what would you give it? Like a 60? S- yeah, in the 60s, I would. I don't think this is an excellent film. I there were just too many problems for me. I had too yeah. many questions like while I'm watching it and I'm like focused on the questions while the next thing's happening and like it didn't get in the way of me like garnering what's happening in the plot. Yeah. But it definitely like I'm like come on. Sometimes the plot got in the way of me figuring out what's happening in the plot. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um I think Daniel Craig did a, a great job. I think if this movie if you want to take it as like a final farewell to his character uh, and his time with the James Bond, yeah, you know, universe or whatever, yep. it was great. You know, like I said, all the little nods to the past twenty-five films over sixty years or whatever. Yeah, it's that's it's cool. touching in itself. You know, outside of like his death scene and like all that kind of stuff, which also really affects you. Yeah, right. Those are the strong points of the movie, and I think there are characters that are underutilized. I think there's a central plot that's just missing for me. Yeah. And it, it does it a disservice. I think that, like you said, this movie makes Spectre better. Better. Mm-hmm. I don't think, and I'll tell you the truth, I don't think any of the James Bond movies that Daniel Craig has been in are bad. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't even say Quantum of Solace is a bad movie. No, yeah, it I has agree. problems, but I don't think it's in the bad category. Yeah. I if I good. could rank the films. Do it. Do you want me to? Do it. So Casino Royale is number one. Okay. Skyfall is number two. Mm-hmm. Those we can agree on, or at least say like they're very close for interchangeable me. They in those every two day. slots. Yeah. This is where it's you're probably going to disagree with me. Are you going to say Spectre is three? Okay, okay, I'm cool with that. No Time to Die is four, and Quantum of Solace is five. I actually would agree with that for the most part. I would probably put this one third above Spectre. Yeah, that's barely, where I, that's barely. where I thought you would barely we would disagree because when we were in the theater, I, I think you thought that I hated this film. Based on my reaction, and yeah. I was like, eh. 
and and you said it's top three, and I was like uh, top four, and you were like really? You How know? could you? Yeah, but honestly, I I liked Spectre more than I liked this film. There you go. Hey, that's <laughs> Be- fine. You know. Yeah. What about uh, you? What do you? What I I think it's good. Yeah. I I I, I do. I think it's a really fitting uh, send off. Um, I I I loved him as Bond. I did. Yeah. But it's gonna suck not having him as Bond. It is. Um but we gotta move on to our next segment. <laughs> yes. Because we might think it's good, but not everybody does. So welcome to give me that walking baseline. No no walking baseline. Yeah. I do that every I know every, <laughs> slam every <laughs> single slam poetry. Ready? Here we go. Welcome to Every Movie Sucks. You love this film, they hate it because every movie sucks to someone. Cool. So in this segment, we uh, we find the worst reviews we can find for a film that we like or you like or somebody likes. And I found one pretty easily. Gerard D. Okay. One star says, very boring. Not a Bond movie, horrible. I don't think it was boring, but it did feel long in parts. It is long. It is long. It, no, it felt long. Like, Lord of the Rings is long, but it didn't feel yeah. long to me because I was really invested the whole time. This movie, at times, felt long. So, okay, Gerard. All right. I'm trying to find my mom. Trying to find mom. You hear? I, I, I can hear, yeah. Here we go. Here's a critic review. All right. It was overlong, and it got heavy in a way that I'm not sure a Bond film needs to. Oh. I admire what it was trying to do, but they're just... There was just a weightiness to it. Sorry. A weightiness? A weightiness. Like it was but heavy. I, I like that. Yeah, but I I wonder, like, we'd have to read the full review. Weightiness might mean a different thing. Yeah. Um, here we go. Christopher S. says, hated it. No real Bond <laughs> fan could enjoy this film. I disagree completely. Because if you right. like the old Bonds, you'd probably love this one. Uh, let's see. Here we go. You killed them off. What were they thinking? The, he's done. He's retiring. Here we go. That was a one Half star. Half a star. Mm-hmm. This can be the last one. What three words? Sad, depressing, awful. No. Bro, come on. All right. Well, there you go. That's our um, take on No Time to Die. Mm-hmm. Now, as you might have noticed, if anybody's listened for this, uh, to this podcast in the past, we switched some things up. Yes. Um, whiskey. Gosh. Uh, we have some segments that we're going to have left to do. So if you'd like to stick around, we got some news for you. Yes. Um, we just, we've been trying to take some feedback from everybody and kind of, uh, we want to get to the, to the meat, meat, the meat the, and potatoes the first. Meat and potatoes. There you go. And now it's time for dessert. Uh, yes. Uh, we wanted to get to the main content earlier in the episode. So we wanted to go ahead and dive into the film. So sit back and listen and while the, Hunter ser- serenades you with the sweet sounds of, Entertainment news. Entertainment news. <laughs> That's right. So now we're going to do our shindigs. That it's we Hunter's really shindig. Oh, oh, wait. So is that like a radio intro? Yeah. I you talked it through up. it. Sorry. But it's Dang okay. It. <laughs> okay, cool. I do have some news. Okay. Uh, I'll be quick. Um, so uh, I forgot to mention this last week, uh, but the air cut is alive and well. <laughs> Seems that way. Yeah. Uh, there's a rumor now that's going to be released next year on HBO Max. Who knows? Uh, David Ayer himself, after he put out that statement Say saying, I'm done. I'm done with this, it's like I'm not going to talk done. about it anymore. Yeah. He, 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 I feel like it's all he talks about. Yeah, um, but He's he, been posting pictures exactly. on Instagram and Twitter and like wherever that 
are in a different format, like a yeah, different, different size, size than so previous so, pictures that so we had seen. But they're all the same size. Yeah. So right? they're they're one, they're unseen images. Right. And they're resized. Are they do they match Zack Snyder's frame size? I don't know if it's four three, because okay. I think his was four three. I think this might be a different size. I Still mean we though. can we can Confirm that next week. Yeah, but it, it it just appears that something's happening. Did you see the Joker picture? I've seen a couple where he's like he's just like his face is all busted up. No, I haven't seen that one. It's yeah. Anyway, uh, he's doing exactly what Zack Snyder did, right? And like teasing little photographs of unseen images, unseen scenes, that kind of stuff. I maintain. I think we talked about this back when we were doing the DC movies. Yeah, I think that. DC is in on this, and they're trying to just like tease us yeah. until the point where like people can't take it anymore, and then they will reveal that the air cut is going. I to hope release. we get to see it. Think about HBO Max has never had as many viewers as it did when like the absolute peak of viewership was when Zack Snyder's Justice League released well, on HBO. Max. HBO Max just put out some teaser and said featuring the worldwide, the global phenomenon, Zack Snyder's Justice League. So now everyone's like, they called it a, glo- a global phenomenon. They're right. Gonna, they're acknowledging they're, they're it. They're going to do it. Yeah. Who knows? But on that, there's a lot of other rampant DC rumors. Uh, one is that there's gonna, they're, they're, they're going to actually do a Legion of Doom film. Okay. And that Warner Brothers apparently want Jesse Eisenberg and Jared Leto's Joker. Okay. So Luther and Joker to be in a film together. That'd be cool. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? There's also other things that apparently, f- uh, well, I don't want to tell you anything about the Flash. Um, there's just there's <laughs> you know I'm like frustrated. Th- yeah, about just, all the leaks. Well, these aren't leaks; they're just crazy rumors. Okay. I mean, if you want to talk about them, we can, can talk rumors. They're, they're saying that he'll travel back through every single DC film, not every, but every single DCEU film, and change a few things. We'll set up a new Justice League. I don't know, man. Like, whatever. So yeah. I, have a, I have a theoretical question for you. Okay. If he goes back in these films and changes small things, wouldn't those things have to have happened in those films? Like, it'd be really cool if there were things that actually happened in those films and, like, he set those things up. That'd be dope. You see what I'm saying? And you see how dope. that's different than him, like, going back super and changing dope. the timelines? I would really like that. I would like that, too. Super dope. Uh, in Happy News, Ben Affleck said he had a great time playing Batman on The Flash. Okay, because he he had notoriously said like he had had a really hard time like because he was cast and immediately attacked by everybody saying like he's a great Batman, is, and then like he was in rehab and stuff during Justice League and mm-hmm. he said that the experience was horrible. So I'm glad he had a good time playing Batman again. Awesome. Yeah. Um, who knows, man? Whatever, whatever, just <laughs> just whatever. Like I I'll like see a flash oh. and I'm like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I just like keep. I'm like I don't. There's no there's no telling. Right. Uh, but in actual concrete DC news. Uh, Black Adam, his suit leaked. Yeah, and I sent that to you, with your with with your permission. <laughs> um, but it wasn't really he he was it was just like a rack of his suits. He wasn't wearing it. It um, had padding. It, they all have padding. I know he's massive, but he's massive. But I I think it looks good. It looks cool. It does look cool. I like it. Yeah. And we saw Hawkman's helmet. I mm-hmm. think it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for Black Adam. We get. It's just everyone knows next week will be very DC news heavy because it'll be uh, DC fandom. Mm-hmm. So we'll have a lot of stuff. So potentially air cut could be announced then, right? Could be. Could be. We should be getting some new Batman footage. Right. Um, should be getting some new Black Adam footage. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw some Peacemaker. I'm not sure if you've, if you've seen it, but Peacemaker had a teaser uh, that yep. came out. Um, 
uh, James Gunn is developing another DC property. Yeah. Yet to be disclosed. Think it's going to be the Suicide Squad 2? You mean 3? Sort of? Well-ish. The Suicide Squad 2. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but yeah, so that'll be exciting for next week. Uh, Agatha Harkness, which is from WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Getting Harkness a spinoff. Getting a show. Which could set up uh, uh, another movie or something, right? I don't know. There's, dude, I'm falling behind on Marvel shows. Because it could be the setup for... Because isn't um, Scarlet Witch supposed to be the villain in an upcoming film? Uh, Doctor Strange too. So maybe the Agatha Harkness show will set that up. I don't know. There's as, also... As she like corrupts her There's or also like endless Spider-Man rumors now. Yeah. Now that like Venom 2, like that... Yeah. That Stinger trailer was the like... The content mill keeps... Like, uh, it's like, man, it's like, okay, well, now they're going to actually do Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man 3. And mm-hmm. it's like, guys. Yeah. Like, this, this, if what's, if what is rumored to be happening, it actually happens. Yeah. We, we will experience superhero fatigue. It'll happen. I already am. No, no. <laughs> I'm not saying me and you. I'm, I'm saying like, like. As the, a society. These zeitgeist. We live like in a society enough. and it will be experiencing. Enough. Yeah. Anyway. Fatigue. Here's some non-comic book stuff. Cool. Uh, Killian Murphy yes is announced to star in Christopher Nolan's next film Oppenheimer which as is Oppenheimer yeah it's gonna uh, be dope and it will be released uh, in July of 2023 oh cool so we have we'll, a while we'll be 30 that'll be episode we'll, we'll be 173 f- we'll be freshly 30 yeah um, cool that's tight I'm excited for that uh, that's all I got for news cool I kept it pretty short this week. Yeah. Zach, do you have any shindigs this week? No, we didn't mess anything up. Cool. You can sing the song if you want to. Zach didn't have any shindigs, no, because we were perfect this week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, whiskey. Whiskey shots. She's being a little annoying. <laughs> well, she always is. I know. In the in uh, the best way. She's just she's just wonderful. Uh, she's clawing to get in, get out, get in, get out. How um, often does she throw up? Da- daily? No, 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 no. Why, do you see something that I missed? No, I don't see anything, <laughs> but a lot of times when I come over, she's either puked recently or she has puked. She, she She's puked. Probably weekly. <laughs> okay. But she's a long-haired cat, so she gets, I mean, there's a lot of hair. She's. I mean, she's flicking herself right now. So hairballs. Now, do you count hairballs as puke or those a separate thing? Uh, I mean, sort of. And how often does she do that? I would I would say weekly, but okay. I kind of lump them together. That's okay. the same thing. So, yeah. yeah. Um. I do have big news. Um, okay. We do this thing where, you know, like when we're sitting with Hollis, uh, we'll look at our dogs and be like, look, buddy, those are those are your puppies. Those, those are your dogs. Because mm-hmm. they, they are. Um, and Hannah. Did you put a saddle on one of them and, and let Hollis ride? Yes. Uh, no, Hannah looked, was holding Hollis. This happened just a little while ago. And looked at Whiskey and said, look, that, that's your kitty cat. And I was like. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, it's taken me literally years Acknowledge to get Hannah to acknowledge <laughs> my cats <laughs> as members of the family. She's not a cat person, and it's right. taken me years. Um, that's wonderful. But cool. That's they go theme song us out, and then we'll wrap things up. Whiskey shots, yeah. whiskey shots. Yep. Does whatever a whiskey cat does. Beautiful. Meow. We got to change a couple notes. There it is. Uh, cool. Well, that about does it for this week. Mm-hmm. If um, you want to reach out to us, yes. If you if you. We would love some feedback on the new format, how we switch things up. Uh, or any feedback. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the reason we switched things up this week was because we received feedback we and feedback. we are receptive to that. Yep. 
So Shout out to Anna and Megan for our feedback. Yes. They told us, uh, gave us some feedback about their thoughts, and we appreciate that. So please, anything at all, um, please reach out. You can find us at uh, B-I-I-G podcast at gmail.com. That is B-I-I-G podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at yes. B-I-I-G podcast. That is B-I-I-G <laughs> podcast. Or you can find me on Instagram at But Is It Good Podcast. That is But Is It Good Podcast on yes. Instagram. Uh, send us a message, leave a review, subscribe, follow, like, share. How would you rank the Daniel Craig, James Bond films? Yep. How would you rank this film in the overall hierarchy if you've seen them all? Like, yeah. Whew, I'd love to see them all. Yeah, that'd be tough. Uh, but cool. Um, you got anything else? No. Go Braves. Go Braves. Go Braves. Uh, cool. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Oh, wait. What are we doing next week, Zach? We're going to do the 1984 adaptation of Dune. I'm really excited. Yes, we're going to do... Dune's coming out. Yep, the 22nd, I think. Right. We're doing the old Dune, and then we're going to do the new Dune. Yes. Is it Dune or Dune? Dune. Dune. Uh, Cool, so we'll see you guys next week for uh, the 80s version of Dune. Dune. Peace out. See ya. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.